Susan Killen is an account manager at ZoomInfo. And to this day, she still thinks back to a deal she closed over 20 years ago. It takes an enormous amount of energy and output to earn trust. To break it would be so destructive, right? Because you'll never get it back. On this week's episode, Susan tells us what it's like to say no to the customer. And they were pretty shocked. <laughs> I don't think they've ever had a salesperson tell them no. And how it ultimately changed the course of the deal. When they came back and said, what will it take? I said, no, it'll take all of this, which again, I'm thinking there's no way. That and more on this week's episode of Pretty Big Deal. So yeah, I, I want to know about a particular deal that taught you a lesson or that you learned a lot from or uh, changed the way that you think about sales? The account that taught me about no was Nortel. Actually, no, there's the first two letters of Nortel. <laughs> um, but they, uh, they were an account that I was working with years and years ago, over, over 10 years ago. And I was a new account manager uh, so actually over 20 years ago. Um, and um, that was very different for me as a the only female on my team in 1996, maybe. I mean, I don't even know how many years ago, but yeah. I mean, so I didn't come in with a ton of credibility. I worked for a military guy. All his guys were, you know, saluters. I am not necessarily a saluter type. Um, and so I was uh, trying to sell them an embedded data database for their uh, phone switching and routing system. And I met with the team and no one on the team was dedicated to the project. Everyone had other full-time jobs and were kind of sidelined on the project, but they were looking to invest some money and the infrastructure just wasn't going to support what they wanted to do. So I had to make a decision pretty early on in the conversation that you know, without a whole scale change to your environment and your approach, right? We need some dedicated resources on this project. This is not going to be successful. So in the moment where you realized, okay, I have to tell them no, even though it, what's going through your head in that moment? Like, was there any hesitation? Close, close lost. No, I mean, listen, you can't, everybody's got their own approach. My approach is anchored on integrity. I absolutely will not and cannot sell you stuff that you can't use. And uh, that's just always been my nature. Uh, I've got to work with these people for a long time. I've been doing this 30 years and I see the same people over and over again. So you, you can't break trust. It takes an enormous amount of energy and output to earn trust. To break it would be so destructive, right? Because you'll never get it back. And so as soon as I realized that we didn't have a fit, I mean, I closed lost it in the system and I just, I told my boss this wasn't coming in and I'm like, okay, the only alternative to um, losing a deal is backfilling, right? You got to backfill and find more opportunities. So that was what was going through my head at the time was, okay, not an opportunity. We've qualified it out. And where were you in terms of hitting your number at that point? Like, did you really oh, need that sell? <laughs> yes, it was brand new. I had very little in the door. This was going to be my first big deal. Uh, yeah, desperate for that money. Uh, absolutely desperate for it. But, you know, what are you going to do? Take it once and then never do business with them again or anyone they've ever met. Okay, so you, you tell them no. Mm -hmm. And then what I happened? Told them that I told them I didn't think the infrastructure was going to support it, that a part-time team wasn't going to be able to get this done, and that I didn't think 
we should put the level of effort and I, I couldn't invest my company's time and resources into something I know wasn't going to be successful. And they were pretty shocked. <laughs> I don't think they've ever had a salesperson tell them no. Uh, but the room kind of went quiet and they were like, well, what do we do? I'm like, I, I don't know. And so the next day they came back and said, well, what would it need to look like? And I thought, well, okay, let's get some engineers. And we got some engineers together and crafted out what it would need to look like, sent it in an email. Like I didn't even set up a phone call for this because I didn't think that it would be reasonable to expect them to change their infrastructure and approach to this project based on a 27 year old gal's assessment of their environment, you know? So when they came back and said, what will it take? I said, no, mm, take all of this, which again, I'm thinking there's no way. And then two days later, they came back and said, okay, we're ready to talk. Help us with our infrastructure, get an engineer on. We want to do this. And we closed the deal within a week. It was for me, it was like 85,000 or something back 20 years ago. That was a big, big deal. And Nortel was a big company for us. Um, that the company I was working for was tiny. So that was really material for us. And, but for me, it was really eye opening. Um, and so, yeah, I, it was, it was huge. It gave me an enormous amount of credibility and confidence. Um, and it gave me a lot of credibility with our technical staff actually, which meant I could get resources more easily because <laughs> they believed I wasn't, you know, a jackass or a jerk. What is your advice to other salespeople? Mm, advice to other salespeople, trust your gut, be honest, be a mensch, be a person. Like you're dealing with other people integrity is is your that's your stock and trade right if you're going to have a career that lasts beyond 10 years you're going to be working with these same people over and over and over again and if you do great by them they maybe tell four or five people how great you are you do wrong by them they tell everybody they know dozens of people how bad you are so there's a lot to lose and it, it does come back uh, so i would say when in doubt, if you're trying to choose between your own well-being or the customer's well-being, the customer's well-being is your well-being. <laughs> you always need to choose their well-being. This episode of Pretty Big Deal, Stories from the Sales Floor, features Susan Killen from ZoomInfo and was produced by me, Stephanie Tonneson. If you have a pretty big deal you want to tell us about, let us know by writing in to prettybigdeal at zoominfo.com. Otherwise, we'll see you on the next episode.